0: Hello, 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 my beautiful fellow human beings. I am so excited to bring you this special episode on the birthday of the one and only William Shakespeare, the bard himself. April 23rd is the day we honor his life and we acknowledge that he was likely born on this day or somewhere nearabouts. We are not a hundred percent sure. I don't think, who knows, that doesn't matter. Today's the day we honor his birth and his life and the whole nine yards so of course when i met this poet in a writing group on facebook billy j barnum and he has a book a poetry book called move over shakespeare tales from the baron i of course was drawn to it like this whole idea of move over shakespeare what's this got to be about is he writing a book of sonnets is he writing what what's this all about and it's not exactly a book of sonnets, but it, it does work. Um, and it, it's really solid pieces of, of poetry that really capture aspects of identity and searching. And it was really, really, um, you know, I, I haven't read all of the poems, but I've read enough to, to say it's one of the best poetry books I've read in a long time. So it's really solid work and solid poetry. And he just came out with another book, yay! So you can go find him on Amazon, Billy J. Barnum, um, and you can buy both his books if you want, or you can just listen to this podcast and enjoy it too. Or you can just do both. Hmm. As you can see, I'm struggling a little bit. I have a sinus cold something or other, because here in Illinois, where I reside right now, the weather has been playing, you know, um, demolition derby with itself one day it's like snowing and the next it's 80 and then it's 7 30 and then it's all over the place and while today is a beautiful sunny day well it was I think the sun disappeared behind a cloud and anyway um it is left me with this stuffy nose and it's a little hard sometimes to concentrate but I thought it was really important to still bring this episode this special to honor Shakespeare. Now, of course, I've been a huge Shakespeare fan since I was about seven or eight years old when I first read Romeo and Juliet. And as a great poet himself, because every play is a giant poem, and then of course you have his sonnets. I have always been fascinated with his work. I've enjoyed performing in his work, as you heard in a previous episode, my monologue is from Hamlet, which is, of course, Shakespeare. It's just wonderful. And a few years ago, uh, maybe more than a few years ago, I, I don't remember how long now, uh, I give, was given the opportunity to participate in a poetry uh, celebration where it was a prompt a day. And one of the prompts on April 23rd or April 22nd, I don't know, somewhere around this time in that year, the prompt was to take a poem, a, a word, well, write a poem using somewhere in it one word that Shakespeare created because he created some like 400 words or something. He changed the vocabulary of English and helped transition us from like the old English world, the middle old English into our modern English. I of course found that to be a little too easy for myself. So I wrote a poem that has at least one word he invented in each line of the poem. And lucky you at the end of this episode after the conversation with Billy and after he reads a poem of his own, yes, he read a poem too, you get to hear my poem. So I hope that you will enjoy that. Um, Now it's interesting because I selected the song, This Dance by Animate Objects, which is very much not Shakespearean in its style. I mean, it's hip hop in its truest form and it's really solid hip hop rap style hip hop that's really good by the band animate objects with whom I am friends with one of the lead singers I'm not even sure actually if they're still performing that doesn't matter though I mean it does look them up find them animate objects great what I like about the song though is when I think about poetry and when I think about writing I think about how it's a dance and it's this this dance of words and it's playing with words and this enjoyment of words. And like, I love to dance. I love to get out there on the dance floor and explore body movement, you know, and with words, I enjoy the word movement, the language movement, the way things flow together when you rhyme or you don't rhyme or how it unfolds onto the written page, just like a dance would unfold onto the dance floor. And when I was looking through the songs I have available to me to put on this podcast, because there are copyright laws and things that I have to adhere to, I was (sighs) kept being drawn to this, this piece because it just sort of was different. And it was not what you'd think of would be what I would name the episode or would connect with Shakespeare. And yet I really felt like it was so. Today, you get the song, This Dance by Animate Objects, and you get Shakespeare. You get art from all angles today and all sorts of genres and styles. And I'm so happy to bring this episode to you. And I want you to think about when you're thinking about your creativity, and I'm not just meaning writing poetry or drawing pictures or taking photographs or writing a book or anything like that. I'm not thinking about Creativity in the more broad sense, because even if you are a finance guy working at a finance company, you have creativity in how you do your work. And I don't mean telling lies about the numbers. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I'm just kidding with you. Um, but what I mean is, like, how you write a memo to your boss or how you communicate the information. Creativity is more than just making something up, it's also In how you formulate things, how you write a report, how you present the report, how you share your knowledge with other people. So as you think about your creativity, whatever arena you're in, think about this as your dance and you, I hope you'll step outside your box and try something new, even if you've never considered doing it, try it, explore it, see what comes from it. And on that note, I want you to enjoy the episode, enjoy the conversation, and of course, have a beautiful, beautiful day and enjoy whatever comes next. Hello, 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 my beautiful listeners. Welcome back to whatever date it is, whenever you're listening. And I hope you've been having a beautiful life out there in the real world. Wait, I'm in the real world, too. Hmm. Anyway, today I have with me someone I had never met in person. We we connected on Twitter, and we connected because his Twitter name included the great bard Shakespeare's name. So we connected, we chatted, and I said, you know, you should come on my podcast, because anybody who has a love of Shakespeare, well, you're worthy, well, anybody's worthy to be on my show, but especially someone who has a love of Shakespeare. So today, I'm pleased to have with me Billy J. Barnum, who I met literally for the first time today, no matter what, not just in face, but in every aspect of the word. So welcome, Billy. You want to tell the people out there in the the listening world a little bit about yourself and what you do in the world?
1: Sure. Uh, As you said, I'm Billy J. Barnum. Uh, The J is in the name, just a little tidbit for everyone, because... Uh, I have many other relatives and their name is Billy Barnum. So if they ever published a book, I don't want someone to pick up my, you know, my book and think it's theirs and vice versa. So just in case, you know, a little tidbit why the J's in there. I put my middle initial so people could distinguish it's me just in case.
0: Now I'm curious what your middle name is, though. (laughs) It's Joseph. Joseph so and now is it really Billy or is it William on your birth certificate
1: we we all know what it is so you you know you just touched the point for people that don't like being called William you just hit a nerve <laughs> so obviously it's Billy because I hate the name William and I didn't name myself and I had no choice in the math I love it but you realize that Shakespeare's first name was William that's perfectly fine uh, I live in <laughs> Just to continue on about the my name and where I'm from, and stuff. I live in Connecticut. <laughs> A lot of historical value here, uh, as you may know. We have uh, Mystic, which they made film the movie Mystic Pizza in, which I think you're quite familiar with. I am, yes. And also, uh, the next state over is in Massachusetts, where they have Plymouth Rock, which I think you might be familiar with.
0: Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, uh, when I went to Connecticut, my in, in. It, I had to go to Mystic because of Mystic Pizza. I know it sounds crazy, but I had to do it.
1: You seem like you're quite the world traveler and historian. Can you tell us a little bit about um, Myst- uh, not Mystic? Not Plymouth Rock and the rock that you visited, when was it actually put there? Wait, who, whose, show, whose,
0: show, whose show is this? Mine or yours? <laughs> It's both of ours. <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. Thank you. It is it, it's, it's it, I may be the host, but it's everybody. Yeah, Plymouth was interesting because I always thought Plymouth Rock was like a rock that was there and they 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 found it and they held on to it, but then it dawned on me when I read the history, you know, that that that, that rock was actually placed 100 years ago later and it was just a rock they found because you know, when they arrived in Plymouth, they weren't really concerned with finding a rock to commemorate history with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So whether whether that rock
1: The insurance companies sure exploited it though, didn't they?
0: Oh, I'm sure they did. And I'm sure, you know, touristy stuff, you know, at least in the touristy stuff when I was there, you know, the sign was very clear and honest and upfront that it wasn't there when you originally landed. So... Um, But, you know, it's like that that idea through history. Oh, there's a rock rock. It's like this big deal. Well, there's probably 10,000 rocks that were there that weren't there 100 years later. So who knows, but I just found it interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, since you're an author as well, I figured we'd hear some fun stuff about you as well. Uh, But for me getting back to the book and the uh, multi part question you asked me originally, I already tell you about my name. Um, you were mentioning Shakespeare, and of course, the first book that I have out, uh, which I have a new book, new book out now as well, and I'll, I'll mention that uh, later on during the show, but the first book that is out, the title, as you indicated, is called Move Over Shakespeare, Tales from the Baron. Now, if you'd like to know why it's called that, I'll be more than happy to wait for your question and answer it. <laughs> well
0: please enlighten us absolutely enlighten us I, I uh, inquiring minds aka me and hopefully all the listeners out there they want to know why why you titled it that.
1: Well uh, most of the poems in the book were written many many years ago they were all put away and they were on paper. I know there's people that type stuff now, but for me it doesn't capture, I don't want to offend any writers that type all their work, but for me, and there are writers like me and I'm sure William Shakespeare probably didn't type his up either. They like their pen and paper. So um, I used to go to gatherings, parties, places, and um, I used to be excited when I wrote a new poem, something would just come to me out of nowhere and I'd write it down. I'd read it back and, I was in disbelief that I wrote it myself because I'm like, I don't know where this came from, but this is crazy. And I got shivers and chills reading it. Like, where did this come from? So I used to read it to people and I used to read some of my poems in the book to people. And they'd ask me who wrote that. And I'd say, I did. And they said, yeah, okay. And I'm (laughs) I'm just telling you, I don't know where it came from, but I wrote it down. I'm not lying to you. So they would say, in disbelief Now, there's no way you wrote that that is some type of Shakespeare kind of stuff right hence, yeah hence the title Boom. they they basically named the book they, they said that it sounded like Shakespeare a lot of the poems in the book and who am I to argue if it's if it sounds like Shakespeare then then move over Shakespeare and then tales from the Baron, which is my nickname.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. I, and I, I also handwrite. I have this magic book and it's not my first magic book. It's not really magic, but it is magic because the magical words happen in this book. And I write poems and then I type them up later. Or sometimes I type on the computer. I mean, it just depends on where I'm at, but like where I work, you know, if I'm out and about in the world and I don't have the magic book, I will like email myself. Um, But poetry I get the same thing because I don't revise poetry at all like I once the words are on the page. That's the poem, even if I type it up the only thing I ever fix is like adding punctuation, you know, if I missed it, you know, because when you're writing it you don't always put the punctuation in, even if you intend it to be or fix a typo or a grammatical error. like this one time I wrote the word is, and I meant as, and I don't know where that happened. <laughs> mm. So I fixed that obviously, but um, generally I don't fix it. I just, I, I take the time in the moment and write it and it is what it is.
1: Do you, I write in cursive. Do you write in cursive as well? Um,
0: That's what they say it is. Uh, most people except me can't read my
1: writings. <laughs> that's where I was going with that. But unfortunately- if you have uh, teenagers listening to the show or younger <laughs> they, and you say cursive, they're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Because what is cursive? They're like, they don't even teach that in school anymore. But anyway, that's right. crazy. But that's what I was going to get at. Just like me, I guarantee you after I write the poem, I might type it up a few days later or something to add to my book. Like I just did with my new book, which I'm about, uh, you know, and um I'll read some of the words, and I just sit there and go, I can't even tell what that word is. Have you ever done that? You you're like, I know, I know what it should be, but is that real? I can't understand my own writing. Yes, I, I'm literally <laughs> going okay that's
0: a, that's a, that's a, that might be an H or it might be an F. Oh, yeah. There, there should be an R there, you know, and if somebody else read this, they'd, like, I have the word from, right, in a line direct from his soul. Um, and, but the word from, um, you might be able to tell it's an F, but the R seems to be gone and the O looks like an E. So, I mean, it's like, they're like, oh, did you mean friend without the D? Did you mean, you know, you know, obviously in context, you can figure it out. But yeah, so I, I end up having to type my own stuff. It's very sad. Um, or maybe a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> I tried getting an into an assistant once and he was like, I, I I don't, he was young. He never learned cursive either. And he's like, I, I can't read any of your writing. I'm like, dude, really? <laughs>
1: So. No, I'd rather do it myself because I do end up figuring. Obviously, you know, if you got 15 other words in the line, you you do figure out what it what you actually meant to write, and you can mostly make it out. But there are some words I'm like, what the heck? That? That's because when it comes to me, there's times that obviously you're a writer as well. It's like I said, there's a lot of poems. Whether you believe it or not, or you probably do, but anybody that doesn't write, you might I go into like a trance and basically I just scribble. My mm-hmm. my vision's blurry while I'm writing. And some people may not believe that, but I mean, I don't know where it comes from. It just I'm scribbling. I'm writing as fast as possible, scribbling, and I do make out what word that is and make sure I get the correct word in the book.
0: right well you know it's like it's this weird experience because one of my specialties is writing legacy poems for people who have died right for friends of mine for their to to honor their family and they'll read it going it feels like they wrote it and i go i think they may have i just put the words together for them it's their feeling it's their sentiment i just captured it in the the poem and, and 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 it's like this weird thing because in almost every case, when I write a poem for somebody, that's what they say to me. Like they, they feel like it's their loved one speaking to them. And it's like, well, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> you I mean, me.
0: I, I try.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not here to write it. So they could have put the words in your head and you're the messenger. Exactly. Well, you know, or there—I
0: don't think that they necessarily put the words in, but they put the sentiment. So then I shape the sentiment and
1: the feelings into words. So yeah. Hold on hold up for the podcast for one minute. I got to grab my notebook right now. The messenger—it's coming to me now. I got to write this down quick.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then I'm just I'll just playing. do. I'm playing. I'll just do. Oh wait, you're you're playing. Oh, okay. I'm joking. Though <laughs> so the messenger sounds like a good title for a book. I
1: have to write. I do have oh, to write man. that down. Now um, I can't use it. Thanks. Nah, go ahead. Right.
0: No, you can. Titles can't no. be copywritten.
1: You are the messenger.
0: Right. No, no, a title of a, a book. So I, that happens in these podcasts all the time where I'm talking to someone and a title of a book will come to be. Um, title of book. I don't know what it'll be about yet, but who knows? I mean. I've only got like 160 books in a queue to write
1: and someday I'll write them all right wow (laughs) yeah so um I I understand what you're saying that a title book can't be copyrighted but I have to google the title that my book is because I I don't care I'm not writing any book with a title that there's 10 other books I I'm not well no and I because I'm original
0: yeah, I mean, they, it depends on like, I had a client who did title a book something that there's like 10 other things out there, but there was no other title that worked for her book or the main title, the subtitle set it apart. So um, and it, you know, in her case, it worked, but generally speaking, it's very, yeah, I agree. Trying to be original is important.
1: Yeah, but I, I have to tell you something now that we mentioned that and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm throwing somebody under the bus on your podcast. <clears throat> I know listeners want to hear this too. I'm throwing somebody under the bus on this podcast. I'm highly upset, but it is what it is, but I know who it is and I'm not promoting them. After my book came out from page publishing, move over Shakespeare. I almost lost my mind about a month or two later. I, I, I'm, I'm speechless right now, but I'm going to say I'm throwing somebody under the bus. Uh-huh, go all, on. That was an anticipation silence done on purpose. Gotcha. So people were saying, come on, say it. I swear to God, my book, if you go on Amazon, Barnes Noble, any website all over the world that's being sold, and my new book as well, which we haven't got to yet, if you type in Move Over Shakespeare, you don't have to re- type in Tales from the Baron because it's an original title and it comes right up. soon as you type in Move Over... Right. Yeah, can, I did. I just did it. It did. Yeah. You could type in Move Over Shake and it comes up. You don't have to go the whole thing. Right. But if you did type it, scroll under mine. I'm throwing somebody under the bus. Somebody stole my title and it's copyrighted. But I understand you're saying you can't copyright the title. And no. you'll see, it says, move over Shakespeare. Here comes granny. I almost lost my mind. Yeah, that didn't even come up at all. Like, I Thank don't even- God, you know why, right? Because a year ago, or right after my book, a couple months, it came up every time I typed it in. And I was like, come on, man. Who did, somebody stole my move over Shakespeare. I swear to God. And it's the tales, um, here comes granny. It don't come up now because they took it down from the search because they took my title. Well, that wouldn't be
0: the case if it if they brought it down. All right. It, yeah, yeah. So they may have pulled the book for another
1: reason. Yeah. Did you type um, the whole title and see what comes up? Here comes Granny. I can't believe I almost lost my mind when I seen that.
0: Um, well, their their name their titles a little different, you know. They but they, it's there still. Um,
1: so. I'm pretty sure it's the same. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, no, but it's, it's, they're doing the, they put the commas in, you know, they move over comma Shakespeare. So they're making it a whole sentence. I you, so they, it's slightly different, but yeah, I, I but see what you're saying. So there's they, from April 6, 2020.
1: Um, mine was September 23rd, 2019. They totally stole my title. Maybe, uh,
0: maybe, I mean, um, it yeah. just, it, it really does depend. I mean, I
1: understand. you know, Anybody, I, whoever, Whoever the author and publisher of that book is, if you're listening, shame on you.
0: <laughs> well, I, they may not have even seen your book. Like, I mean, because for instance, I wrote a short story um, when I was in high school no, that was about it. these aliens that came and you know, took people over with a liquid, okay? In my story, it happened a little bit different, but in an episode of Sarah Jane Chronicles, it was like I was reading my book my short story on their episode. And obviously, I wrote the story, you know, a lot of moons ago. Um, and some another writer somewhere else in the world who didn't know me at all came up with the same basic idea. Like, I mean, you it, copyright yours first. It, 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 no, well, I wrote it. I well, the minute you write it, it's copyrighted. What you're talking about registering a copyright, that's different, but it's still. It doesn't matter if I, but an idea, you can't really copyright a title, you can't copyright. So, and, you know, maybe they saw your book and loved it. Maybe they're, I'd have to read the book. I'd have to be sure, but I, you know, but it happens. It happens. Other people come out with similar things and,
1: you know, and it's just. I hear what you're saying. I have a large following on Facebook and I have a massive following, as you can see on Twitter. And you know what? Anyway, like you said, we'll let it go but it was good for the show but trust me <laughs> they need to get thrown under the bus whoever their publisher or anyway because like I said I, I search and I'm like I just came up with this completely awesome title I think and I check just to make sure because if I seen somebody else's book was called Move over Shakespeare I'd completely me personally because I like to be unique and I want to be one of a kind and I feel that I am. And most people that read my poetry, if you see all my five-star reviews, that's what they rave about that. They've never read anything like it before. And that's what I want to be.
0: Right, no, and and that doesn't, just because someone has a similar book name doesn't mean that it takes away anything from your book.
1: No, Um, no, I wasn't saying that, but shame on them. (laughs) uh, um, Shame on them. Well. um, But apparently it didn't work obviously, because as you said, when you type in the type, it doesn't even come up. So- well, it's because hers has a comma in it and yours doesn't. No, I understand. But mine is a higher, higher in the algorithm because of my sales and stuff. So that's the way it is. But
0: possibly. Yeah. I mean, but when I put the, com- yeah, even when I put the comma in yours comes up, up first, Um uh because yours may have more, sa- yeah, yours would have more sales for whatever reason. You've done better marketing. You, it was out first you yes, know, yes. hers, hers strikes me as being, it's, it's an ode to her, her deceased husband. So, uh,
1: and you, I didn't want to, yeah, I appreciate you telling me about it, but I don't want to know. <laughs> um,
0: well, no, I just, I find it fascinating. No, you're interesting. So, Yeah. I might, I might go get both books. <laughs> um, so I think I'd rather get yours Wait. direct from you because I I'd, I'd rather, um, you sign it and autograph it and send it. And, and I like that. Kind of mentality of having
1: autographed yeah, books that is an awesome poem the message i know you're going to use it for the name of the book but the messenger how basically everything i'm writing in the book i'm the messenger for because it's just coming to me and i don't know where it's come from and i'm channeling other people see that yeah, Wait, maybe, like, maybe i'll write a music
0: maybe i'll write a book about a poet whose channels the dead
1: what? what it, the, hey, actually, I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> yeah. If you throw, if you throw me a message, uh, uh if you throw me a me- uh, a mention at the end of the book. By the way, the 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 messenger could be fictitious or could not be question mark. And just leave it as a cliffhanger. And it could be me. <laughs> it could be. I mean, it, it, now I gotta find where I wrote the title down so I could put
0: this. I I I, I have it all over the place. All, yeah. Lots of. I didn't great- put it on the next page that was blank. I found a
1: spot in the middle somewhere. Cool. Um, for, I'm just for, for all the listeners. The great message you could take away from this podcast, you might begin ideas right now as we speak as well. And you never know when inspiration will strike. Write it down. Exactly. And they've
0: heard they've heard me do this many times before. A oh. poet who gets. See now, now someone else will write the book before I get it out there. I'm going to be so pissed, but that's
1: okay. I no. love you all still. Yo, she's going to get everything started before this podcast airs, so we can have a jump. She could have a jump start on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's go with that.
0: <laughs> but I can prove I have the idea first because we have this episode recorded. <laughs> um, a phone who gets messages from the dead. Just just message me. I'll back y'all. Um, um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Inspired by Convo with Billy J. Barnum. No capital letters because I'm a
1: weirdo. Yeah. You, you've, <laughs> you've said my name several times on the show, but I, you still haven't asked. The last name is Barnum. Uh-huh. Where have I heard that name?
0: Oh, I know where I've heard that name, but it 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 it, 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 it if it came up, it came up.
1: He's my direct descendant. Uh Philip cool. Campbell Barnum, PT Barnum for short, the greatest showman on earth. Ah, so he's your direct. So, like a great great, how many greats grandfather? Second great. And this is the greatest the the next generation greatest book on earth <laughs> I, I, I don't know i think i hold that title All right, <laughs> uh, but the you the uniqueness is in the words so right i'm trying to carry on the showmanship
0: no that's awesome awesome you know i have a, sh- a connection to shakespeare do tell do tell now it's not direct because, he, as you know, none of his child, his only child, um, her children died in their youth, so there's no direct descendants of Shakespeare that live. Okay, but the man who married Shakespeare's daughter uh, was the brother to one of my great 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 grandparents. So he would have wow. been my he would have been my great 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 whatever uncle by marriage.
1: So somewhere in their lineage,
0: in their in lineage, going back all the way back then. So whoever it was that married the doc, it was a doctor that married his his daughter. Um, his daughters had they had a child, but the child died in 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 their you know in not in infancy. She they reached about like age five or so and then died, and they had no other children. So yeah, um. But so I have this personal connection to Shakespeare. I love Shakespeare so much.
1: That's right. So now, just like me, you have the right, if it's in your lineage, no matter how far down the line, to (laughs) brag about it. And you know what? I'm not bragging about P.T. Barnum because some people call them a hoax and stuff like that. But he felt and he 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 made it perfectly clear and transparent if the people paying a nickel or penny to get in and if there's really no half fish and half woman or whatever it is. Right. If they feel that they earned that they, I can't even think of the words you're making me lose words. If they feel that they got their money's worth from what they seen and their experience here, I did not hoax them. I provided well, exactly. an experience in it took them out of their. Uh, who knows what was going on way back then? But it took them out of their everyday, right. you know, tribulations and trials in their life to escape for a while. And if you read anybody out there, my first book, Move Over Shakespeare: Tales from the Bear, and it may help you escape your life for a while as well. Pick it up. I'm sorry, I did a plug in the middle of our podcast. I supposed to do that at the end. I'm sorry hey that's okay you're welcome to create a commercial if you
0: want to for because I like to honor you know authors and other folks that are independents with a 30 second commercial if they want um the, those are the commercials I do anyway not not to go too far on that but um, no I just find it fascinating fascinating that you like that, that you have this name big name just you know ancestor and and that that we should hold on to it like I know I'm hoping to get her on the show. You know, uh, uh, someone who's the great granddaughter of one of my icons, and I'm not going to say the names because I, I want to respect her. But I, the the show will be about the my friend, not about um, her grandmother. Even though her her great great grandmother is somebody who I respect highly and and knew long before I knew my friend. When I you know was like oh. Well, that's cool. (laughs) So it was like, you know, and I don't know much about P.T. Barnum, you know, other than the name. I don't even think I ever went to a Barnum and Bailey. I probably went to a Barnum and Bailey Circus once as a kid, but I, you know, maybe I didn't. I don't remember. Could be morphed in my head in movies because we never did stuff like that when I was a kid. You know, so um, who knows? I'm trying now to remember really hard. have to really think the audience can't (laughs) see me really thinking, you know, but that's, I really am. I'm trying to think.
1: (laughs) I'd I'd like the audience to know, trust me, just thinking really hard. I could see.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) So, um, you have these two books. Are they going to be the only two books you do or do you plan to write more books?
1: Well, uh, since you said two books and you mentioned it and, uh, just to show you how excited I am, I'd like to tell you a little bit about the new book, if you don't mind. Yeah, please, please, please. Okay, I'd like to tell the audience about it as well. I have a new book out, and the the reason I'm so excited is, I I mean, just you're you're a writer, and anybody out there that's listening to, that is a writer, author, I don't care if you, you're not even an author. If you've just written stuff down in a notebook or typed stuff up, and you have stuff you've written, normally you read it back and you love it. So obviously you can't be biased against yourself because if you didn't like it, you wouldn't have written it. So you love it. I love mm-hmm. my first book. Well, I hear, I, go ahead. <laughs>
0: mm,
1: I, have pieces,
0: I have poems I've written that I go back and read and go, what the frick was I thinking on that? You know, And it, it's like, that's a horrible poem. I don't change it or edit it, but I I have not liked all of my work. But go on. I'm glad you like all of your work.
1: No, (laughs) I hear what you're saying. And just to not uh, be too, like, egotistical, my first book, like I said, I had a pile of of poems. And I did pass on probably about 10, 15 of them. So I'm not saying I like every poem I've written, but I like every one that I selected to put in the book. That's the reason I put them in there, because I love everyone. So I have written poetry that I'm I'm not the fondest of, it, and I won't put it out there because I want to put my best foot forward. So that's so I have written stuff, but my new book, like I said, I'm extremely excited about. And if you did want to know the title, of my new book, I can go over that with you as well.
0: Yeah, no, tell us. I mean, we want we I want I, I it. That's why you're here, man, to talk about your awesomeness and your book. So like, come on, you know, you're awesome too. <laughs> oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> My new book, the, the title is called The Unbelievable Believable. Interesting. So say that 10 times. No. <laughs> okay. And just like Move Over Shakespeare has a story behind it. Well, of and course. This book Obviously has a story behind the title as well. But this one, the, it wasn't inspired by other people saying it and suggesting it. This one was completely from what you're going to read in this book, which hopefully everyone listening to this is going to be typing in Amazon right now as we're speaking or Barnes & Noble and getting that copy. Uh, everybody that buys a paperback copy, if you send me a DM on Twitter, or if you send me a message on Facebook, my page on Facebook is called Tales from the Baron. Uh, it used to be called Move Over Shakespeare, Tales from the Baron, but I shortened it because my new book is called The Unbelievable, Believable, More Tales from the Baron. My first one is Move Over Shakespeare, Tales from the Baron. So now my page is just called Tales from the Baron.
0: Right, makes so, sense, makes sense to, include, to
1: me. To include both books and, my, and if there's any future books. so. There are, there's stuff in this new book that you might read and you'll get to the end of the poem and you'll say, nah, there's no way. <laughs> but, a, but a half an hour later, you might be walking around your house or somewhere and it might come back in your mind. You go, you know what, that might be possible, maybe. So there are poems that may seem unbelievable but you might say, you know what, that could happen. So that's the title of the new book, The Unbelievable Believable, More Tales from the Baron. And I promise anybody listening, like I said, I am not in any way bragging or anything when I talk about my first or second book, P.T. Barn. nothing like that. Obviously, uh, you know, if you have the heritage, you should be proud. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting you know, People who read my first book, you can see there's 35 star reviews. Well, probably there will be many more by the time this airs on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. There's five star reviews all over the place, and I promise you, this new book is going to blow your mind ten times right. more than the first book. Well, I I,
0: I just got to say, here's one of the reviews. It- Move over Shakespeare is a good collection of poems and one or two move me. The love poem playing on the color blue is my favorite. So apparently there's a love poem about the color blue. I, I'm I I that's actually kind of ironic because whenever I get frustrated or, or or annoyed, I someone says, What's going on? How are you? And I go, Blue.
1: <laughs> I just randomly blurt out blue. Um, well I think um, that poem, if you read it from finish to end, is gonna sum up what you're telling me. Wait, wait. there's
0: a, I can read the poem from end to, to beginning instead of beginning to end. Is that an option
1: Did I say that?
0: <laughs> well, you said if you read
1: it from beginning to, to, to end. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, um, well, well yeah. I'm going to I'm going to replay this back in a couple of minutes and, and see what I said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and then it said I enjoyed reading the book of rhythmic thought provoking poetry. Um, and then we've got, I'm. Um, what a beautiful book. Every poem has meaning, all beautifully written. All of them have so much meaning. It's a must read. Uh, so I would say they're not a writer because they were repetitive, but that's okay. They don't have to be <laughs> a writer. <laughs> Yeah, um, no. it's still the sentiment is there no some really great reviews so i i look forward to reading it myself see i don't bring people on the show whose books i've read usually um sometimes they are sometimes they're not it just depends on who lands in my lap and who the universe says hey you've got to talk to this person which well, i
1: think i think the universe is saying that by doing this awesome podcast letting the world know about this and having fun with me that uh, you're going to Hopefully send me your address after the show and I'm going to send you a free signed copy because I I would love to have you read it.
0: Free signed copy, free signed copy. It's like it's my birth month or something. It actually is my birth month when we're recording this. So, woo-hoo, um, woohoo! Woohoo!
1: I must be psychic too. See that?
0: <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh no, you saw my Twitter post, didn't you? <laughs>
1: just kidding um no but i'm gonna check it out
0: happy to and if you want um i like if you want me to do a review on the second book i'd happily look at that book too and do a review because why not that's what i have i write very good reviews solid uh, you know whatever but anyway that's okay um, no, I love it. I, I love I, I love reading. I love I have a whole shelf of autographed books from awesome people from all over the world. And you gave me another book idea, by the way.
1: How do you beat that?
0: This is a poetry collection book. I'm going to put together a poetry collection of all of the poems that I don't like that I've written.
1: Huh. Poems that I don't know if they're good enough, but are they? Question mark. No, I'm I'm calling,
0: I'm going to call it,
1: Why Did I Write That?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Something like poems from the bottom of my barrel. Ooh, I like that, actually.
1: I would name it, Why Did I Write That? You should read this. Eh. Hmm. From bottom of my barrel. Poems from the bottom of the barrel.
0: No, I, I, well, I'm saying specifically my barrel because, you know, they're my poems nice you know my
1: my pickle barrel (laughs) right
0: well i mean and, and it also fits in line with some of the other poetry books i've i've planned like um uh i suddenly can't remember any of their names but they have the title and then it says poems about some such and such you know so it's it's fitting the theme of the the titles, but obviously I now have to get the other poetry books out before I can put the ones of the worst poems out. Or maybe I start with the worst poems and then they're like, they love those. They want to
1: see what the best poems are. See, I got a feeling you're going to be very busy today because stuff is starting to come in. Inspiration does hit when it hits exactly well first
0: I have to finish my novel and then I have to I had an assistant who sorted all my poems into categories and I, I looked at the file on this lovely flash drive um, one of these flash drives and I don't know what he did like some of it just doesn't make any sense so I'm just I'm like great I have to just go through and redo everything I paid him for now I love him to death and I, I and actually what he did is a great starting point but I still have to go through and review now everything myself because like it just I have to pick the right poems and I have to you know make sure they're not too long because poetry books what they you shouldn't put more than 30 or so poems in a poetry book give or take
1: Who's
0: 50 well I mean it depends I suppose on the length of the book you know like I have I have I have about the one topic, which is poems of life, love, and legacy. Currently, I have at least
1: 100 poems that I could include. Whatever fits, fits. I mean, like you said, I mean, it could be a small book, could be a medium book. I mean, it is what it is. Whatever you right. feel right is in there. You know, whatever feels right, whatever. Like I said, um, the new book, I kept feeling that there, there's more that I've I, I'm not done you know when you're done right so, yeah you know yeah exactly you know so, so I, I'm I basically got to the point where I said you know what I, I wrote another poem and I was like I'm done <laughs> well that's not, good so not the, that I'm the, done I don't have nothing more to write. I'm. I'm just this is it it's time <laughs> to wrap it up this is done
0: well, we are getting close, speaking of being done, we are getting close to our time limits um, because we've had this great conversation. I've laughed um, a whole ton and Shakespeare would be very proud of both of us talking about words this way. Uh, and, I, and I know from, pers- I'm personally connected to the man. So, you know, I, I have some authority on this. Uh, so can you tell folks where they can find you if they want to, you know, um, you know hurl, you know, negative or positive things at you
1: sure um as i said if you'd like to if you'd like to check out my um my book page it's on uh, facebook of, of course it's facebook.com forward slash tales from the baron um my twitter handle is poetry Man 551 um that's my twitter one and currently right now i don't know how many i have 16 15 17, 18,000 followers, whatever.
0: Mm, I don't know. That's
1: that's at the release of this podcast. We're forward thinking here. So right now it's 14,000 today though.
0: I don't know. Like I keep standing still. Everything, like I'll move forward. I'll have a big bunch and then I'll pull back and then I'll move forward. It's crazy. Uh, And then
1: I I made a, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I made an email address. Uh, case anybody wants to email me anything at all uh, move over shakespeare at hotmail.com
0: okay and um, do you have a website as well or you haven't created
1: a website yet um i did in the beginning but i haven't really kept up with it so and i know people say it's a must so now look what you're making me do now i got work to do after the podcast
0: yeah i know i've got to give you homework so um, and if you have that by the time I record, um, yeah, that would be good. Uh, I'm just typing something in on the web. Ha ha ha. So, um, do you have any last thoughts you want to make sure some brilliant ideas that you want to leave with our listeners today?
1: Um, so last thoughts are. last thoughts are basically i know she's like come on, come
0: on give me some last thoughts or or first thoughts gonna,
1: I, I have basically. last thoughts we're breaking the rules here you say the time's up i say we're rule breakers we're breaking the rules we're going past mm. the time limit we're in trouble anyway <laughs> anyway um. the last thoughts are pretty much everything we went over in the podcast to sum it up is inspiration hits at any time write it down which i've seen you do and other people who haven't seen you but they can visualize you doing it listening to the podcast during this podcast many ideas and when they come write them down because trust me half an hour hour later you go i said i was going to write that down later oh let me write it down what well, I don't even know what I was getting oh, It's gone, it's gone. I
0: I'm e- Yeah, I'm even so good at it that if I wake up in the middle of the night with an idea, I can, there's no way I can write. I can't write in the middle of the night. So I get my phone, I click on the recording and I record myself and I wake up the next day and listen to it and I'm talking like, I am. And I'm like, what the frick was I talking about? I sound drunk or something and I'm just wow. half asleep.
1: So I I, I
0: have, I have recordings of me half asleep recording something that became brilliant.
1: Awesome. (laughs) Hopefully speaking of what you just told me, maybe I was somehow channeling you when I wrote this, but I implore everyone. My book is being sold. Both of my books, Amazon, Barnes and Noble books, a million I've sold books in Canada, Europe, UK, all over the world. So if you're interested, get my books. But there's a poem in my new book, which is the same thing that you just said, but much more airy. Interesting. It's called Transient Tale. And it takes you to a journey where the woman wakes up in the middle of the night and there's a guy there and she's awake, but she's still half asleep. So almost like in a sleepwalk state. And there's a radio playing in the background. And weaved into this awesome poem and story, there's a few lines from favorite, favorite, famous songs that are epic in music history that you'll catch these little tidbits of these pieces of song. You go, I know this. And it all weaves into this tale. So at the end, you're captivated. Get the book. This new book is called The Unbelievable Believable, and this is one of those stories that may be unbelievable, but listening to your story by getting up in the middle of the night and writing it down and it's epic, it's actually believable.
0: Well, you may just have to read that poem for our listeners. Wink, wink, wink,
1: wink. Uh, that poem, I would <laughs> like the listeners to get a copy of the book and read themselves. Oh,
0: man. Okay, that's but,
1: cool. I, I will read my first poem that started it all off in my first book. It's called The Black Rose, The Unforgotten Tale Black Rose, which is an epic poem in itself. I can read that anytime you want. I mean, if we're running over, I don't have to read it now, or I well, can read it in your advertisement, whatever you want to do.
0: Well, what we'll do is I will have you record it separately, and it'll be its own segment all by itself. Cool. How exciting, right? And I will also. So wonderful listeners, I will also record my poem that I wrote to honor Shakespeare. Um, it's called Grovel, I Shall Never and it has been published in a literary magazine though they had a typo, shame on them. Um, and we'll have after the break. So even though, you know, normally I say I would enjoy whatever comes next, today you'll actually know that what comes next is a couple of poems by a couple of brilliant poets. So stay tuned everyone. Uh, we will have a break, and I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I know you'll enjoy whatever comes next.
1: I'm excited to hear your poetry. Dojo-kun character books are fun fictional children's picture books with the right amount of weirdness and character building. And the can-do Karate Kid, Makoto brings laziness and procrastination with him everywhere. That is, until he realizes these monsters are ruining his life. This book helps kids learn to defeat laziness and procrastination by using karate power. And the two true karate kids, friends Makoto and Michi, both want a dog. When one of them cannot have a dog, the dishonesty monster pushes them apart. This book helps children fight dishonesty and value honesty. And the follow-through karate kids, Makoto and Michi, dream of painting a mural at their dojo. But every time the kids move toward their goal, the quitting monster attacks. This book helps kids learn to use hard work and perseverance to achieve goals. Learn more at jennifertollgogger.com or order at Amazon, amazonbarnesandnoble.com or at bookstores. This is the poem that started it all. It's in my first book called Move Over Shakespeare Tales from the Baron, which is available worldwide everywhere. It's called The Unforgotten Tale, Black Rose. The rose that burns before my eyes will soon, my friend, again arise. My soul solar burns with strong desire to find to lit the rose on fire. My life has been a tragic waste. I do not bleed, but blood I taste. The rose was black like night my child, like the stallion I rode when I was wild. The sun's no more, the earth I see will linger in my memory. When I am gone, please carry on and journey till the quest is done. This magic seed, that seems but still was once the rose that evil killed. My fondest wish I now behold the rose that grows so true and bold. And black is night just like it was and give it light and give it love. If tales were told about the thorn, I'll tell you one, but do be warned. The rose that burned so big and high that reached into the mystic sky. The world is shook, the sky turned black. The children cried, and the moon had cracked. I feared this once, but I never knew that a sky so black was once so blue. The fate you see is in your hand, so go, my son, and make a plan. The rose it grows one day again, but only you will know just when. And when it does, all that you see will only be a memory.
0: Grovel I shall never. A Shakespearean ode de plume-ish. By Bonnie Jean Alford. All that glitters is not gold. Twas not gold? As my blood-stained life hath provided evidence to which. My birth, it seems, was a moment for mine parents. A fractured future awaited me. Even as moonbeam after moonbeam stole my wished-upon stars leaving my very being with discontent beyond measurement, with sleep of nightmare rather than dreams tranquil. Countless nights I prayed, I sought escape from the prison that held me captive and left me jaded by an imaginary promise of a monumental future. Cold-blooded, I must have seemed, as critic after critic called attention to my ever-focused endeavors, whether in academe or something else, altogether career intended. Yet the attempted assassination of my early spirit, the child within near murdered in mine own bedroom, on life support it seemed, seeking a champion to my plight. Addiction to the torment of mine youth, unlived though it was, abandoned of love, for love is what I always sought am seeking still love indeed is a needly aspect of life immortal but for the ever flawed as i most assuredly am merely a laughable experiment in life or so it would seem truth must prevail in the dawn of each new day equivocal is the truth i must share i shan't compromise my integrity even as the scoundrel does torture mine deepest soul Exposure to temptation has been a near fatal defect to our entanglement. Majestic hope remains in my mind's eye as I undress my heart to thee. On the precipice of amazement we stand indeed, most ready to arouse our very existence as one united entity. But first we must unpack the luggage that is our past, lest we not metamorphize into the butterfly that is our future. Hello, hello, hello. This is Bonnie Jean Alford, the identity guru host of Life's a Blank. And yes, you're listening to an ad for my own show during my show. Ah, I've become that person, how crazy. I want everybody to listen, to enjoy the show, But also consider contacting us to ask a question for our segment on Ask the Expert, or suggest a guest, or be a guest yourself. Reach out to us at asktheexpert at theidentityguru.net, A-S-K-T-H-E-E-X-P-E-R-T at theidentityguru.net. So reach out, contact us, check out our past episodes, and enjoy life every single day. Day. And of course, listen to Life's a Blank.
2: So throw your hands up, do what you wanna do. You swing your hips round, my feet go one, two. Let's cut the rug up until we both grew. Then after that, maybe we can both a simple crew. Let's not Meet me at the rendezvous And hey, we could bolly And see what's on your mind I'm not a farmer But I sell a chicken for the time. Tattoos on your spine You so divine, refined The way we intertwine Must've met another time A place before, so Open up your doors I don't wanna move in I just wanna explore uh, I hope you're down with that If not then we could chill Cause conversation with a girl Like you's a real thrill Baby, it's time we meet So get about the seat And come around with me While we rockin' beat. Let it hold you, hold you. Let it mold you Mold to the rhythm and let the beat control you Control let your toes move toes, Do what I told you Told you don't know what to do, then let me show you So let it hold you Hold let it mold you Hold to the rhythm and let the beat control you Control Let your toes move toes, Do what I told you toes, You don't know what to do Then let me show you I came to the jam looking for one thing on the throne, watch a king, meet a queen This ain't my break of luck, just what I came to do Don't get no pickle, I a corny gain to spit at you I didn't come to hear your friends ridicule. Cause all other people's opinions is minuscule It's about me and you, mental and physical To meet that pinnacle, spiritual individual But if this don't advance, at least we got this dance It ain't no ways about getting underneath your pants I got bigger plans, bigger than the other man More than just a lover man, over and undercover man I got the attitude the but if you don't take advantage, girl, I ain't mad at you. But I'm feeling you. I hope you feel the me. But if not, at least we could both feel the beat. Let it hold you, hold. You, let it mold you, mold. to the rhythm and let the beat control you. Let your toes move. Toes do what I told you. You don't know what to do? Then let me show you. Let it hold you, hold. You. Let it mold you, mold. to the rhythm and let the beat control you. Let your toes move. Toes do what I told you. You don't know what to do? Then let me show you. Chi-Town, it's your boy, Disco Charlie Came to the party to rock your body So go ahead, grab you a hottie, and we gon' get naughty. You in the place to be with the anime object sound system crew? And when they play this song, you know what to do So on the count of one, I want you to go ahead, get your stance Get ready to dance But first, clap your hands